it's it's neat and it's time for another bite-sized so in the in the coming weeks um in the discord and in the facebook group i'm i'm going to probably just share a little bit about what i'm going to be doing in february um and this is not the the sum total of what this bite size is going to be about but i, I think it's not a bad thing to kind of talk about either um we have talked on the podcast josh and i and so much about like how video games are good when they're kept in their proper place and um and, and i've also in in years past i've just made it a point to take a break in november and i and i haven't actually done that in the last couple of years um but in in november or nearly no something november as we've kind of taken to calling it at times uh you know i've, I've taken a break i've made it a, a point to take a break from the social media or just overall screen time or video games or you know whatever um and sort of use that as a, a little bit of a recalibration um and i i haven't like I, I i haven't done that in a couple of years and so i think in february um i my hope is or my plan rather not my hope my plan is to just well take a break um and I think uh, it's it's primarily been prompted by two things. One, uh, just the way that Josh has sort of been restructuring or re uh, reevaluating the way he uses social media has really been kind of uh, convicting and inspiring to me. Um, you know, the conversation that we had in the last episode about that that book, Digital Liturg Liturgies, has actually sort of been really kind of challenging. I actually picked up the book i haven't listened to it yet um but i'm going to be doing that um and so there's some of that and then uh you know my my buddy parker he's and he's done this you know off and on but he's he's uh in the midst of taking a little bit of a break from video games right now and and he kind of does it in a way that um i think is really pretty helpful in that he just sort of says that he's not going to play any single player stuff and he's just going to uh you know if somebody asks him to hop on for some multiplayer he'll you know he'll do that but he's just he's just taking it easy um so you know he's he's just taking some time away from the screen for the most part he op and again he opens himself up to to use it as like kind of a social thing um for some like you know you know hanging out with friends but uh i just and, and i think that's good and, and that's probably what i'm going to be doing but that's not what this bite size is about and so you're gonna, like well why did you waste like the first three minutes of the bite size nate talking about that because it's important to me and um i'm just you know if uh you guys notice that i'm not talking about video games a lot here in the coming month um or in in february then yeah, that's why um but i did want to talk about something that i thought was pretty it's it's I think it's interesting at the very least, and I, I don't have a ton of thoughts. Um but Hi-Fi Rush was recently rated for um PlayStation 4 and Nintendo Switch in Australia. Um it was revealed like on on X, the the website, the social media website formerly known as Twitter, that um again Hi-Fi Rush had been rated for release on ps4 and nintendo switch in australia and you know obviously that caused some consternation among sort of some of the more hardcore xbox fandom where they're kind of like 
you know, they're kind of bemoaning the, the loss of exclusivity and everything like, and all the, the stuff that surrounds that. And I just kind of, I had some thoughts and one, I, I, I do find it a little puzzling that, um, you know, what, and, and granted, it's not the biggest draw to their service, but it is part of like the the sort of exclusive appeal of something like Game Pass is games like that specifically. And um, also to be noted is that it's been rated for PS4, not for PS5, um, which kind of leaves a bit of a bitter taste in my mouth, if I'm being honest. Uh, I didn't like it when Microsoft did that with Psychonauts 2. Uh, I don't like it here if if that's what they're actually going to do. I think that's kind of just stupid and petty. Um, and it's like, I'm not going to buy a suboptimal version of a game. So there's that. But um, it kind of got me thinking about this. And and here's the thing. And I, I know I beat up on this all the time. And I'm kind of like, you know, make, you know, I just kind of, blow fart noises at game pass in general and it's not because i you, you know I, I think it's a really great deal um you, you know it's the whole it's the best best value in gaming which i think honestly playstation extra or playstation plus extra is probably giving game pass a bit of a run for its money when it comes to that pound for pound um but that's neither here nor there um i think though it's there's i've always had questions and there there are things that i'm like you know yes microsoft says game pass is profitable but i've always kind of been like but but what are you counting um and now some of this is speculative you can't really measure a lot of this like you can't you can take a guess at the games that you aren't selling um because it's you know free on game pass and like the the money lost there but that's really you're just you're you're making a guess it's a it's a sort of and even with the best analysis because it's sort of an unknown quantity you're you're not going to have like a really great grip on that um i also sort of wonder about how they handle just the the cloud server stuff in general um you know i have a i have a brother-in-law who works in tech and we we've talked briefly and about some of this stuff not not super in depth and he's mentioned the fact that like uh, the company that he works for i think they they were leasing server space from uh amazon and he said it was like hundreds of thousands of dollars um you know to to utilize this stuff um you know for long periods of time and you, you know i i have no idea what the price tag is but I can't imagine that, um, you, you know, the server space or the, the, the Azure servers or whatever, the, the cloud processing um, side of things that, that goes into something like Game Pass and, and that utility and with all of the different perks and stuff is cheap. Um, and I wonder, like, if you looked at, like, the the server banks and everything else that they they dedicate to something like game pass like does the expenses for that sort of count against game pass as well and and maybe it does maybe it doesn't um 
but it, again, it's just sort of this this question of like you know the, the the profitability of Game Pass has always sort of there's just something about it that I just don't buy, and yeah, you know, I did think it was pretty interesting and kind of telling that the fact that like and and I had wondered about this that um with like the the ABK acquisition, you know, that I always kind of wondered and, and low-key suspected that King was a bigger part of this than perhaps Call of Duty. Like Call of Duty and Activision was definitely like the bigger piece, especially in console gaming spaces. But to me, I was like, and I, and I had shared this with, you know, probably Micah or maybe Parker. I always wondered if they were kind of after just the revenue stream from King. and. I guess all of this is saying like, you know, I, I really think that a lot of the, these moves and even sort of the question of like, will other Microsoft exclusive titles come to other platforms? Um, I think, you know, and, and a lot of it is like, I think it's going to be a case by case basis, but I think a lot of that is born out of the fact that sure, maybe like, X, like game pass is sustainable and maybe it is even like profitable to a certain extent but i think they're looking to maybe leverage move it into more than just like kind of profitable and they're coming they you know and it, they've even said that like they they recognize that like they have to have a multi sort of tiered approach that they need retail in a lot of ways and so it just kind of it, it begs this question for me it's like if Hi-Fi Rush, which, and again, it's it's a much lower, this is not like Starfield. This is not like, you know, the, the big BGS kind of blowout. This is not like they're bigger. This is not good. Like, I don't think Hellblade is coming to other um, platforms, at least not anytime soon, you know, it, when that eventually releases. But like, even the, the questions around sort of like how Microsoft, who has always been really kind of like not shy about using their branding. I, I mean, like just as a bit of a note during the game awards, um, metaphor Fantasio that it was branded, had Xbox branding and it, you know, obviously came out later that yes, it's they're planning on releasing it on PlayStation. I think switch as well, but it, it again, like Microsoft made no mention of that. And it's because that branding is important. And it, but and again, they're not shy about utilizing their branding. But then you have the the announcement of Blade coming from Arcane Studios, which is an in-house Microsoft studio. And the Microsoft branding is, well, it's absent. It's not, and, and they haven't actually you know, determined where it's going to be. Like they haven't sort of like put hard lines on where it's going to be, you know, released. And, and I guess it's like all these questions sort of swimming around this. And I'm kind of like, just like, you know, I, I, I was talking about uh, ABK and the acquisition. And one of the other things that popped up was um, that one of the first studios that Microsoft, the exec teams went to go visit was not Activision, was not Blizzard, but it was King, um, the, the mobile division. And, you know, I was, I was kind of alluding to this or getting to this point a little bit ago, but I have always wondered if King was the, the, the primary target because of the, the consistent revenue stream from games like Candy Crush. And so like that, that would help sort of buffer 
a lot of the, the game's sub-service kind of model that they're really trying to push forward. And I think, too, that, um, you know, I, I just wouldn't be surprised. I, I think that Microsoft, it, I think they're in a really interesting space where they're they're kind of looking at some of this stuff. Um, and I think there's going to be a lot more experiments. And again, like I'm, if, if all they're going to do is release a PS4 native version, I'm not interested. Uh, I'll pass on that. Um, and granted to be fair, Hi-Fi Rush, I played a little bit of it when I had the, the sub to game pass and it was like, it's just, it didn't like really get its hooks in me. So I don't know. Um, but that's, that's kind of where I'm going is like, there's just been a lot of weirdness and uncertainty sort of surrounding all of this. And it's just, it's, it's been something that like I kind of latch on and chew on a little bit and I don't have any like really compelling answers, but I think like this, these are some of the moves that they're making to really sort of tighten up a lot of the, the financial they I think they're 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 pushing for a lot more not just financial stability but maybe financial growth um you know and again it's it's just kind of part of it is just this this tinfoil hat sort of conspiracy thing part of me where I'm like I just don't believe them when they talk about you know Xbox and and Game Pass as being like this like they're yeah, I, I just, when, when they talk about the profitability and sustainability, I, I'm just kind of like, I just don't buy it. And I think that some of these these questions, like, and again, like the, the Hi-Fi Rush being um, rated for release on PlayStation and, and Switch and, you know, the, the ambiguity surrounding the release of Blade and just even like, it kind of just, it it makes me curious and I, I'm just kind of like, I just want to see the numbers. I want to see like, like just the numbers, no holds bars because, um, because yeah, because I, I'm just like, I just don't, I don't believe uh, Microsoft. I don't believe Phil Spencer when they sit there and they say, they say these things. Um, but that's just me. And again, that's, that's probably some like tin hat, you know, conspiracy theory kind of junk but yeah i just think it's at the very least i think it's interesting and i think it's worth sort of like digging around and poking around and uh i mean i'm not going to do like anything i'm not going to do much more with it but i, I was just like you know I, I figured i'd i'd run it by you know sort of throw it out into the 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 audience see what you guys thought and um yeah, let me know what do you what do you think is is up with Microsoft? You know, like get like get back to me, like get a hold of me in the Discord, get a hold of me on social media, but like let me know what you think is going on because, like I said, it is weird to me. Um, you know, just some of the things that have been you know going on moving forward, um, or, you know, just again with Hi Fi Rush and and. Uh, uh, blade um with all of that it's just like it's curious it, it kind of just piques my interest and l l let me know what you guys think um because like i said i'm i'm kind of just i want i do want to talk to some people about this but hey like that's that's all i've got some uh i'm gonna you know just 
that's that's it, guys. This is this is kind of a late night one, so I apologize if it's been a little like rambly and kind of incoherent. Um, but also, sorry, not sorry. But until next time, guys. You know, it's this is I'm Nate. This has been a bite sized. Do the things. I'll catch you. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of The Backlog Breakdown. If you want to join in the conversation, you can email us at thebacklogbreakdown at gmail.com or join our Facebook group, The Backlog Book Club, on Facebook. And on Twitter, our handle is at BBDownCast. Of course, you can also catch Nate and I on our social media platforms like Facebook, Twitter, and the GG app. I go by Broccolope, that's spelled B-R-O-C-C-O-L-O-P-E, and Nate goes by Nate underscore McKeever. Till next time, loggers, you keep beating down those backlogs, and we'll keep breaking down the benefits.